0: what's up everybody welcome to kind of funny games daily for friday august 14th 2020 i'm one of your hosts greg miller alongside rihanna manuel from what's good games hello hello how are you i'm good now this doesn't sound right to me i said you've done games daily before and you said you haven't
1: i'm not what shows
0: did you come in here and do i know we've had you on stuff
1: pretty sure i haven't been on any
0: shows bullshit is that true
1: I think is that true.
0: This is your first kind of funny appearance.
1: Yeah, it's just because we hang out so much all the time. (laughs) You
0: you are constantly on my Twitter feed. Of course, you've been a kind of funny best friend for years. Obviously, (laughs) Mm -hmm. what's good? You were a huge part of and then obviously congratulations. And if this is your first time I getting to go and work with the girls part time. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's been fun. I really, really love them.
0: Well, then if people don't know, what's the elevator pitch? Who are you?
1: Uh, I am Rihanna Manuel I right now work at Xbox as a contractor okay. and I'm also one of the co-hosts and a contributor on what's good games so I'm doing stuff in the background but I'm also on the podcast every once in a while and I stream with Andrea
0: yes I see you on there all the time I also yeah. saw Andrea uh, you it was you Andrea and Corey Cudney uh, launching mm-hmm. some new gifts today I'm always a fan yeah. of Corey's work so yeah it's great to see him out there doing uh, that too he's
1: amazing at it like super gifted
0: uh what's your favorite game of all time
1: Borderlands 2. Wow.
0: Yeah. Good pick. I didn't see that yeah. one coming. All right. Cool. Mostly for
1: Anthony Birch's writing and Ashley Birch's acting.
0: What did you think of Borderlands 3?
1: Uh, didn't love it. I was yeah. pretty disappointed, but it was a very high bar set. Obviously, Obviously. favorite game. So yeah. it it was okay. And yeah. I probably won't be playing it very much more.
0: Okay, well so you're still playing it. <laughs> I will play it too no. much longer. I don't like this game that much, but
1: I mean I may go back if there's an update or grab it uh, backwards compatible in the next console, but of course. I doubt I'll really get much more into it. I kind of okay. feel like I got what I needed to out of it.
0: Game of the year so far.
1: Ooh. I could joke and say Apex Legends because it's usually my favorite game. Oh, but you're a blessing. <laughs> it's it keeps me coming back. Like seriously, their support is top-notch um
0: yeah.
1: i would say it's between ori and ghost of sushima
0: oh okay very very nice yeah and then most anticipated game for the rest of the year
1: mm. Well, it would have been halo <laughs> I know, i know
0: right what a, a bummer of a question yeah, i know <laughs> they're still so fresh
1: uh, it's like everything just keeps getting pushed and pushed and pushed i wouldn't be surprised if we got a few more of those um
0: i'm terrified of that um, did you see this is not in the roper report but i saw ign pulled out a quote today in their snapchat stories or something from cyberpunk where they're like we're not 100 happy with the melee combat so we're still uh-oh. working on it and it was like oh my uh-oh. god don't say that you're we need you you're the I mean,
1: fall i mean take your time doing What you gotta do, make it the game you want, make it the game we want, but oh man, it's rough. This year sucks. (laughs) It really does.
0: Uh
1: most anticipated game. I'm gonna say tell me why.
0: Ooh, another good pick, and that's just a few weeks out.
1: Yeah, uh, I am biased because I am running marketing for that game, but I am sure. still really excited for everybody else to play it and to talk about it. It's really, really hard when you know stuff about something and you can't talk about it with other yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can't wait for it to come out so I can finally like discuss some things with folks.
0: That's always the, you know, the woe is me part of our jobs, right? Where you get to play this stuff ahead of time, but then you have no one to talk to about it. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, it sucks.
0: <laughs> All right. That's re in a nutshell, everybody. We all got it. We understand. We already knew her from what's good. That's great because there's no time to waste. It is a gigantic news day. We're going to be talking (laughs) about uh, the war between epic and apple and how it's escalating suicide squad's title and wb montreal's next game and so much more because this is kind of funny games daily each and every weekday on a variety of platforms we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about if you like that be part of the show at patreon.com slash kind of funny games where you can give us your questions comments concerns and everything under the video game sun. of course on patreon.com slash kind of funny games you can also get the show ad free you can get it with the exclusive post show we do and for just $1, you can get Bless Up and have eight episodes of Blessings Show where you just talk straight to you, Patreon exclusive. However, if you have no bucks to toss our way, it's no big deal. You can watch live on twitch.tv slash Games. If you're watching live, you have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash roosterteeth.com, and listening on podcast services around the globe. I'm not, I can't, my wife banned me from hitting the table because <laughs> it resonates through the whole house now. Yeah, it, it probably shakes the, table, the camera right?
1: too, right? Like that happens to me a lot. No, it was fine.
0: The camera? Yeah, the camera, the camera yeah. was fine. The, ruining so the house for Jen. Lucy and Jen. That was a different thing. <laughs> <laughs> ruining their conference calls. Like what is going on in the other room? Like, <laughs> Greg's doing a show. Uh, housekeeping for you. We still have big streams. Of course, yesterday we did more of Halo Combat Evolved. We have more of that next week. However, right now, imminently, 3 o'clock today, Friday, uh, I will be playing uh, the Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. I will be participating in the Apocalypse Games, uh, Skybound's uh, idea of the Olympics here in COVID times. I am up against, uh, we have cool friend, uh, Trisha Hirschberger, and trying to beat her uh, Wave 4 run in marathon mode in the Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. Pre, uh, countdown starts at 2.30. We'll be live at 3 o'clock and then it'll be me andy and blessing andy and blessing commentating as i try to set this high score and if we do beat it and get through it maybe just play the game and hang out for a while uh monday you can get uh, more kind of funny games coverage on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games samurai jack battle through time we're doing the first ever stream of that game that is at 1 30 p.m pacific time so both of those twitch.tv slash kind of funny games uh probably for sure samurai jack is youtube.com slash kind of funny games later i think the walking dead thing is going to be Bundled together into one big video for Skybound, so we'll see what happens over there. But lots happening. Twitch.tv/slash kind of funny games. Uh, also, something we've talked about on Twitter, but we haven't talked about on this show yet. Uh, we've partnered up with Gamers Vote. This, of course, is an election year here in the United States, and we want you to get out and vote. It is your not only your civic duty; it is uh, pretty much something that's incredibly, extremely important right now. And I'm not even going to tell you how to vote or how I would vote because I think you know already. But of course, everybody should be registered to vote. It isn't something to take lightly. It's something we all need to get behind and get out there even if you don't agree with me politically uh gamers.vote if you want to get uh, on the internet there www.gamers.vote it'll get you registered in your state so you can rock the vote and do all that jazz but let's get it let's, let's, let's get it all right let's, let's get it let's, let's get it all right and i don't even think you can trust mailing your ballot but that's a different thing anymore right now just just hand it put in. on your mask and wait in line okay <laughs> thank you to our patreon producers mohammed mohammed aka momo blackjack Today, we're brought to you by Quip and Klarna, but I'll tell you about that later for now. Let's begin what is and forever will be a jam-packed Roper Report. (laughs) Time for some news. Five items on the Roper Report. (laughs) Number one, ladies and gentlemen, it is mm-hmm. the war between Epic and Apple Day 2. Of course, yesterday, Blessing and I talked about this in uh, Vegates. It was you know, the morning had started this had happened uh fortnight was undercutting apple they were going to be mad what was apple going to do and we we're like well they won't pull it from the store they <laughs> fucking pulled it from the store we're going to awesome. go <laughs> and back and back to my point too yesterday of like this is going to be news to everywhere this is not if they did that that would be the exact opposite what they want everybody mainstream coverage we all, we're going to cnbc where steve kovach has a long report i'm going to read here of course go give steve the click and cnbc the click uh, detailing from a top level what's going on i'm gonna take a sip of water because i'm gonna yeah, be reading a lot
1: uh, this is a journey. I can't believe this is a day two, but I fully expect a day three, four, and five.
0: The, the, what's crazy about it as we go through this is this again, this is day two, and this this much stuff is already happening. <laughs> <laughs> this this these news <laughs> The app makers are revolting, and Apple is their target. On Thursday, Epic Games, the video game giant behind Fortnite, challenged Apple by adding a new payment option to the game that circumvents Apple's 30% cut of its sales uh, it takes from developers through the App Store. But there was a twist. Epic apparently knew it would get kicked out of the App Store for blatantly violating Apple's rules. Hours after it made the change to its app, Apple pulled Fortnite. And shortly after that, Epic filed a, pro- filed a prepared lawsuit against Apple, claiming it holds an unfair advantage by setting the rules for the only distribution channel for apps on the iPhone. It also launched an in-game event inside Fortnite, mocking Apple's power with a parody of Apple's iconic 1984 Mac commercial. It was an epic, parentheses, excuse the pun, troll against Apple, the biggest company in the world, as it flirts with a $2 trillion market cap. And it was the latest major tech company to revolt against Apple's App Store policies, hoping to latch on to the current anti-big tech sentiment uh, and use its momentum uh, to put a stain on Apple's grip on the mobile app ecosystem. Over the last year or so, we've seen a growing list of companies speak openly and aggressively about their disagreement with the cuts Apple takes from the App Store. They even used Epic's stunt as another chance to poke Apple. Spotify, which filed an antitrust complaint against Apple in the EU last year, put out a statement of support for Epic just hours after Fortnite was booted from the App Store. Match Group, which runs popular dating apps like Tinder and Hinge, also backed Epic's move. Add those to the growing list of name brand companies who have recently spoken out against Apple's 30% cut of its sales in the App Store, among other policies. Microsoft and Google, which have new video game streaming services, aren't allowed to put those apps on. Uh, aren't allowed to put those apps on the App Store due to Apple's rules. Apple told Business Insider last week that it, that's because uh, it can't individually review each game that's offered on those streaming services. After Microsoft disappointed fans by saying Apple wouldn't allow its new service on the iPhone. Then there's Tile, the company that makes location tags for lost items, and Sonos, the connected speaker maker that uh, competes with Apple in both hardware and music software. Both have been critical of Apple and have even testified in front of Congress about the company's control over mobile apps. These aren't small companies. Epic Games alone has a $17 billion private valuation and is backed by Chinese internet powerhouse Tencent, for example. They all have the lawyers, the money, and the anger to keep this fight dragging on as long as they want. On top of that, they can afford to lose a little business through the App Store, unlike smaller app makers who feel constrained by Apple's rules and don't want to risk retaliation by speaking out. Equally as important as the money are the user bases. Epic's Fortnite game has at least 350 million registered users playing billions of hours a month. Match Group has more than 10 million paying subscribers across its dating apps, on top of the tens of millions more who use the services for free. Microsoft and Google's video game services have the potential to turn video games into huge netflix, Netflix-like netflix subscription businesses, and so on. Epic's brilliant move was to leverage the huge fan base against Apple's policy, painting it as kind of an evil corporate monolith uh, it once stood up against. Hey kids, do you want to play Fortnite on iPhone? Well, you can't. Blame Apple. I have a feeling this won't be the last company to take a stand like this. Take the short-term hit and hope Apple grants some sort of concession. There's one other piece to the puzzle. Google, which operates Google Play, the primary app store for Android devices, also removed Fortnite on Thursday. Google also takes a 30% cut of purchases through Google Play, but Google said users can still download Fortnite through other third-party app stores, which are allowed on Android devices. Apple doesn't allow third party uh, third parties to operate app stores on the iPhone, but, but app makers aren't targeting Google as aggressively and are instead focusing their attention on Apple. Even though Android dominates the smartphone operating system market, Apple brings in more sales through its App Store. In case, in Epic's case, my apologies, uh, the company has generated over forty-three million dollars in sales through Apple's App Store in the last thirty days, according to data from research firm Sensor Tower provided to CNBC. It only generated a little more than three million dollars in sales through Google Play in the same period. If you want to make money as an app developer, you have to start with Apple. And that means playing by Apple's rules, even if you disagree with them. But now those disagreements are spilling out into public view from Apple's rivals that rely on the App Store. If this momentum keeps up, Apple will have to concede something to ease the tensions. A long read. I read the entire yeah. thing, which you know I hate doing on the show because I, I hate <laughs> taking clicks away from people. CNBC, Steve Kovach, please go and read that piece and click on it, leave a comment or something like that.
1: I mean, it's long, but there's a lot to dig into there. And
0: again, like that's what's happened in 24 hours. Yes. <laughs> we talked about this yesterday, and most of that is news to what happened there, right? Of like, it, we were doing the show. They had already gone through with the hey, we're giving you V-Bucks cheaper if you buy them through us. And we're like, that's going to be bad. Apple took them down. Yeah. Fortnite resp- or epic response by uh filing the lawsuit and then at one o'clock uh, eastern time right or no i might have been pacific time yeah pacific time they yeah. had the video of uh, fort 1984 running <laughs> it's like
1: what oh, the right. hell I, I mean all things considered yes this is a pretty nuanced situation but that yeah. that spot was pretty cute i left that was
0: 100 and so like i guess that's the thing re what is your initial take on this yesterday i talked and i'm for me, had I had known about Apple's thirty mm-hmm. percent and being on every purchase since comiXology and yes. for me as a comiXology fan, that was a huge bummer. But whatever, I had to go to I had to use the website and use it as an e-reader. Then yeah. for me, and I as a as somebody who loves cloud gaming and the idea of cloud gaming and who's super excited for XCloud. I was incredibly bummed out as an iPhone user and an iPad user to find out that even after the beta, they're not going to play nice with Microsoft. And that's for me where it started and what I talked about yesterday of like when that decision came down, I was like, this is garbage. Talked about on Twitter, canceled my uh, Apple Arcade, but knew that wouldn't make an impact for Fortnite now to stand up. What was your take on or is your take on everything?
1: I mean, similar to to what Steve mentioned in the article, this is the kind of move that it would take to change Apple's mind. Because, quite honestly, it's their software, it's their hardware. They can do what they want to an extent. Yeah. Um. Something that stands out to me is particularly egregious is the fact that in-app purchases get uh, additionally taxed, and they take thirty percent cut on those, but only on mobile devices, not on desktops
0: yeah which, even on mac that's not happening yet
1: that's a little strange to me and it's definitely something that probably could be argued in court uh i don't know
0: what's oh, going to be <laughs> <I have laughs> Unless no they settle. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah i have no idea i'm not a lawyer i don't have any legal training i read through the first like eight or so pages of the lawsuit yeah. giggled a bit and then i was like okay i'm done with this this is too much information yeah. but it, it, it's definitely a big move it's good to see smaller creators excited about the idea of more freedom or at least a higher percentage cut if that's something that ends up settling out in the suit but i mean at the end of the day they do not have an actual monopoly and they may be able to get away with continuing these practices
0: that was the interesting thing i'm right there with you right and everybody who watches the show knows i'm a complete moron uh and so when i was reading through the court documents it becomes pretty clear even to me a novice that it's not even so much about the 30%. Yesterday, I was saying, you know, knee-jerk reaction where it was that, well, the reason you do this as Epic is you don't... You're the biggest fish. You're Taylor Swift fighting Spotify. And it's not about the money for you as much as it is about helping other developers get a better cut and keep that going. That definitely is part of it. But I think there's even more to it that honestly, what it seems like the anger here is that it's a monopoly, not the money. It's a monopoly in the fact that there's no alternative for it. You know, I, I highlighted this section in Steve's reporting from CNBC, right? But Because it was like yesterday when it was happening, I didn't have a great answer for you of like, this is all going down. People are mad at Apple, but they're not as mad about Google. Why? And I started reading people talking about uh, other launchers and I didn't understand it. Again, Steve's thing. But Google said users can still download Fortnite through other third-party app stores, which are allowed on Android devices. Mm-hmm. Apple doesn't allow third parties to operate apps on the store. This is where I think you start getting more into the crux of the argument wow. where the monopoly isn't just the fact that it's the 30%. And it's not just the fact that it's the app store. It's the fact that they're all working in conjunction to make an ecosystem like to your point, And I, I obviously my point or anybody's point that like Apple created this, right? Like they can do things with what they want with it. But again, when you're the game in town in terms of making money for these creators, you suddenly have creators who have to build the game specifically around what you want rather than what they want, what their vision is. And I think that's the mix up to it.
1: Yeah. I mean, they're building a pretty tall wall, honestly. And again, they have been able to do this legally. Uh, It'll be up to people much smarter than you and I and lots of different courts and lawyers to figure out if they can continue it. But the fact of the matter is like they built a platform and they aren't playing nice with other creators to create their own versions of apps or even their own payment systems within those apps. And that does feel very predatory and manipulative. And it's really tough for smaller creators to pay that 30 percent and still stay above water. Yeah, And it's just a shame. But again, these are, you know, billions of dollars of of money of funds like going through all of these different huge companies like of course they're going to fight over it like why would we expect anything else
0: exactly uh michael pachter has a great thread of course industry analyst michael pachter on twitter really breaking this down and going through different stuff i urge you to go read that obviously there's a ton of stuff i like the verges reporting is very legalese and <laughs> where i think you're getting way more into this is what the Monopoly parts of it. And they talk, talk about a bunch of different things. But as you know, I like to pay it forward to best friends, even when I can't confirm if they're actually in law school. But Weissmark JD wrote into patreon.com slash kind of funny games, just like you can. It says, Good morning, KFGD crew. I'm taking the Florida bar exam next week and figured I could prote- procrastinate. Pro- procastan- I know what procrastination is, and I can't say it right now. Have you ever had that on a podcast <laughs> where you know the word? procrastinate Procrastinate. there it is procrastinate gosh a bit by combining my interests i've seen a lot of discussions on twitter about epic's lawsuits against apple and google so i figured i would put my one antitrust class to good use and explain some of the arguments disclaimer i'm by no means an expert and only read the complaint this is enough for us weissmark Uh, epic is bringing claims against apple and google under the sherman antitrust act and the california equivalent accusing them of using their platforms to suppress competition the legal issue is basically a balance between the company's right to control and make money on their own platform against their competitors' right to a free market and access to the platform. There's no hard and fast number like 30% is an automatic monopoly, but there is definitely an argument that Apple is liable. The best argument is my totally non I'm sorry, the best argument in my totally non-expert opinion is that Apple is denying Epic access to an essential marketplace for their product. This is because there is no other way besides the App Store to play Fortnite on Apple devices. The argument that, quote, not many people play Fortnite on Apple devices anyway, doesn't really matter because Apple is still abusing their power to exclude competitors on their platform. Hope this helps and wasn't too long. Thanks for getting me through law school and bar prep. I include that obviously I'm not a lawyer or a pre-lawyer or not. I'm not about to take no bar exam. <laughs> a uh, <pre-lawyer>. Exactly. <laughs> I'm a I'm a a lawyer. lawyer. Yeah, exactly. I'm a, I'm a lawyer to be. I'm engaged to be a lawyer. Um, but the idea here is that I think Weissmark JD summarizes so much of what I read in The Verge that that again yeah. is what is about. Is that it seems like even the thirty percent like because I've seen this before too of and I should say before too, but I saw this yesterday when I put up I put up a whole thread (laughs) about this.
1: this
0: (laughs) Way back. I mean, it feels like a year ago at this point. It feels like a month ago, 2020 (laughs) in general. But when I put up my thing, I saw people uh chime in, be like, well, remember, like PlayStation Xbox take 30%. Why are they not attacking them like this? Why are they not going after them like this? And it seems like, again, to the point of what's going on here, and to bring in the X Cloud thing is just a more recent example. It isn't so much about the 30%. It does seem like Epic used that as their chess piece. That was their yeah. move to get kicked off the store to then be like, see, you are a monopoly. And you've, you, I, you know, we get pulled off Google Play by the same rules, but we're not mad at them because you can still go to Fortnite.com and download it that way. Right, this you is, can still get this, it on the device. This is the real crux of the argument. It's like you can play by your own rules and kick people off and do the stuff, but then I can't make money on your platform. That's a monopoly. And that's an interesting argument
1: it's an interesting one i don't know how much it'll hold up but just reading through that entire legal document i don't know if anybody's read through the lawsuit like like you and i have but yeah it's it's a read and it's definitely pulling at an emotional response i would say um here i'm just gonna read a bit of it because it's it's quite quite honestly it's entertaining to me so (laughs) they say in 1984 the fledgling Apple computer company released the Macintosh, the first mass market consumer-friendly home computer. The product launch was announced with a breathtaking advertisement, evoking George Orwell's 1984 that casts Apple as a beneficial revolutionary force, breaking IBM's monopoly over the computing technology market. And then it goes on to say, fast forward to 2020, and Apple has become what it once railed against, the behemoth seeking to control markets, block competition, and stifle innovation. Apple is bigger, more powerful, more entrenched, and more pernicious than the monopolies of yesteryear. It's just like, (laughs) it's very (laughs) emotional. And it's just funny that that's the the first two paragraphs of the actual suit. And then they get into the numbers and the actual data. But it definitely is something that feels wrong, but legally is okay. And that's what I think is the crux of this argument and what will be ultimately interesting to see how it lands. uh, Well, again...
0: In what's so, I want to bring in this question, but I want to before we even answer it, bring in what you just said, right, Ree? Uh Mama, this is garbage. Wrote <laughs> into patreon.com slash kind of funny game. A and plus I'm, name. I'm not sure if it's the name refers to the like the what's going on or just the content of the show in general, but I'll take it either way. <laughs> Happy Friday! In reference to Apple, uh, Epic and Apple specifically, do you find it weird that Epic is mobilizing its players, most of whom are probably kids, to fight for them? I guess anyone with a pulse is a potential sale as far as a massive com- company like this uh, is concerned. So why not mobilize them all, right? But am I crazy or does this come off a little predatory? If I'm reaching, please call me out. Thanks and stay safe. Of course, yes. it's off- Yes, it's,
1: absolutely.
0: <laughs> it's rare, I think, that you see a lawsuit from a billion-dollar company get filed and they immediately have a viral video. They have a hashtag of free Fortnite. Like, I think Inside this... The game.
1: inside the game oh yeah
0: this they're not like hiding this at all they're very much at it and i was like shocked because of and i I don't think anything's changed but again it's changing every 30 minutes here (laughs) if you have already downloaded Fortnite on your iphone you can play Fortnite on your iphone still it's just been removed from the store Mm -hmm. but the next update that comes will then disable it because you won't be able to get that update i was shocked that this wasn't a we did this, we did this, we did this. And guess what? We're dropping season uh, or whatever, se- chapter two, season four or five, whatever it is, right now. Like, I yeah. thought that, w- I thought by the end of the day, we would have that so they would disable iPhones so it would get you pissed off. I think yeah. right now it's two weeks till the next season. Kind of funny.com slash you're wrong on that one. Okay. Um, so, like, it's kind of like there's a runway to a complete Meltdown <laughs> for everybody who plays in there. <laughs> like they home. have
1: a planned marketing beat for you <laughs> by the and, next season as soon as everything settles out of court.
0: And that's what the lawsuit reads like to me as well the lawsuit Mm -hmm. is a marketing beat and the reason it's written that way right re is that it does even someone as dumb as me can read it and understand it but then also it plays to my emotions where it is that thing of that's what they want cnbc reporting on they want your local news reporting on it when it is like oh if you kid plays Fortnite, he's gonna be mad like they want all of this emotion in there so that the hashtag goes because what probably will change this instead of a what i would assume will be a lengthy legal legal battle will be public sentiment about this right Mm -hmm. i saw um rush Frustic uh on twitter today talk about how he's going on a podcast to talk about this apple stock dropping they have a little screenshot of it since this has happened oh yeah oh
1: they're hitting them where it hurts for sure that's (laughs) hearts and minds
0: man bad (laughs) pr bad stories bad Mm -hmm. like uh, you have to in this way it's a war of attrition of who blinks first in terms of who gets worn down more and yeah Fortnite being everywhere, right? Like, it, I don't know if you you've caught in the tweets or the conversation yesterday, but on uh, what good. on Wednesday, uh, my my best friend of my entire life, right, hit me up and his son's just playing video games and he wanted to yeah. play Fortnite with me. We played and Fortnite with him, yeah. And so Wednesday night, I was like, dude, because they were on chat together, I'm like, you know, Poe, my best friend, I'm like, I download it right now on your phone, like download on your phone and you can play with us. And he's like, really? I'm like, yeah, everything's cross-playable. And so like yesterday morning when I was building the games daily doc, he was, he's like, we're playing again tonight, right? I'm like, yeah, he's like, I'm gonna start downloading my phone in a little bit. I'm like, great. And as soon as it was done, I sent him the link. I'm like, only our luck. Only our luck would be the day oh, we decide to play it. On- <laughs> but last night it was, I was like, well, you can still download on your Mac. And I'm like, you still have an Xbox, right? Download on your Xbox. Like there are other options to get going. So it is sure. that, I don't know. I mean, for obviously kids who have an iDevice and that's their device and that's what they've been playing on, it's going to be a huge yeah. deal if we get to two weeks and this happens. And again, I'm, I'm fishing on the update, actual time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's a, it's a interesting turn for sure. And uh, I guess we'll see how long they, they stick their heels on the ground and fight on this. But it seems like they are prepared for a long fight.
0: Yeah, exactly. And they both are. And they both have the war chest of money to do it. So it really Absolutely. comes down to who's stock and drops lowest and who figures out the way to get around this and what they actually want to do this. Hold on. I yeah. want to see real quick of this. I'm looking at my your wrongs already to see if anybody got me on the, the
1: timing of the About next the update. Timing.
0: Nobody's nobody's done that. As usual, I'm going to just call out Luke shot first. Don't don't you're in here with breaking news. We're on story number one of the Roper Report. You do not know what's in the Roper Report, Luke, and the story you're trying to get me to do did. So get out of here. Tell him, Greg. Tell him. Thank you. Sorry, Luke. Nanobiologist does have what I need. Uh, Fortnite Chapter 2 Season 4 starts August 27th. If it doesn't get delayed like the last two seasons, (laughs) I would imagine it is not going to get delayed with this. Even if it's not where they want it to be, they're going to get out there and do it. Oh Yeah,
1: they're definitely driving a lot of attention to it. Oh, this is
0: interesting, too. Uh, Zach writes in and says, Apple stock dropped at market open this morning, but is effectively back to normal now. They have Hmm. not been negatively affected in any significant way. Again, yeah, it'll be in a war of attrition to see what happens and how people get pissed off. But who knows?
1: Yeah, I mean, with the, the current state of the year, there'll be something else tomorrow.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That'll be the thing. That'll, that is sadly true. <sighs> Number two on the Roper Report. Uh, the DC FanDome schedule has been published, and guess what? Yes, you are getting the Suicide Squad game. We know it's official title. And yes, you are getting WB Montreal's next game. Uh, over at the DC FanDome site, they have a, D- a Warner Brothers Games Montreal announcement planned for Saturday, August 22nd, 10.30 a.m. The description reads, and this is Pacific time uh, gamers. You won't want to miss this first look at an exciting new game with Q and a from its developers. Interesting. Of course, since this is uh going to obviously be, I assume live to tape or whatever, but they give you lengths of how long these segments are. Uh, mm-hmm. This WB Montreal announcement is going to be 20 minutes long. So that's a first look at the game and a and a for 20 minutes. Interesting. Okay. Sure. Then okay? suicide squad. Kill the Justice League. That is actually the name. We'd seen the le- leaked URLs. That Suicide Squad. <laughs> it is colon. Kill the Justice League. Gets revealed Saturday, August 22nd. Everything Saturday, August 22nd. Uh, 5 p.m. Well, I guess it's 24 hours, so technically some of it's 23rd, but you understand. Saturday, August 22nd, uh, 5 p.m. Pacific time. Will Arnett hosts the highly anticipated video game reveal from Rocksteady Studios, creators of Batman Arkham, the, the Batman Arkham franchise. This is also 20 minutes. It's finally happening, Rhi.
1: That's great. I'm very excited for you. I am, of course, more of a Marvel <laughs> fan myself, but hey what, what does this mean for you? What, what are you thinking when you see this?
0: Man, I, there's lots of things to think about on both these games. For WB Montreal, finally, let's go, right? It, it, we've heard it's bat, uh, Batman Gotham Knights, right? K-N-I-G-H-T. Uh, uh, there's been a lot of rumors about that. I've heard a lot of things off the record about that. Let's see what it is. I'm fine. I'm excited to finally see what that game is officially. I'm excited for WB Montreal to finally talk about their game. Is it court of the owls? Is it a whole bunch of different factions we're fighting? Is it another no man's land? How, what, what kind of reboot is it? Is it a soft reboot? Like we've heard rumors of, of Arkham. Is it, you know, I'm ready to see what this game is. I can't yeah. wait. I like personally, I like this more than this kind of tease more than what I like about suicide squad. Just kill the justice league. Why? Uh, i like knowing nothing about wb montreal games suicide suicide squad kill the justice league that teaser poster they put out led to me putting up like a 14 tweet thread of like why <laughs> i'm like i hey, it's rock steady and i love rock steady and rock is going to be great but so much information about that game has leaked where it's like okay it's going to be a games of service it's going to be this co-op experience where you're the suicide squad and you're going after the justice league and like as I said, and I've seen people on the complete, this is a Greg thing. And uh, and this is very much my DC fanboy hat on. I'm just like, I don't want to kill the justice league. I want to be the justice league. (laughs) Like I don't want to be King shark. Like Harley's cool, but like, I don't, I don't want to be captain boomerang. Like I I know a lot of
1: people root against the Joker until you have a Joker movie. And everybody's like, Oh my God, I love Joker. So
0: yeah, that's weird. That's not the, that's not the message I took away from that movie. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Maybe not. I didn't see
0: it. (laughs) No, 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 I hear you. But, uh, It's like, and I get it. And again, we've talked about this before, but like, I've already, I get it. But I bet, as I've said before, Superman's got the purple eye, the distortion on his face. He's clearly been possessed by something. I say Eclipso. Uh, I bet we go through, we fight the Justice League as we knock the Eclipso or whatever is possessing him out of them. I bet they join our squad. We expand that way. I get to the game I eventually want, but it's just a weird thing right now. But to what I'm talking about right here and the differences of reveals, I like that for WB Montreal, it's like, what is this game going to be? In Suicide Squad, I'm like, I think I already kind of got it, and I don't, yeah. I don't, I'm not like stoked about that. All
1: right, but well, some variety is a good thing, though. It's kind of what of I'm course. Say.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course, variety's great. Like I don't, I, I, I like you know the fact that we can get weird with it. But I mean, as I said before about <laughs> Suicide Squad, it's like, yeah,
1: it do we always have to be the anti-hero?
0: Do we always have to have DC be the dark universe? Like I got that in the DCEU. I have that in Justice. I like that in the Boys. Like. There's properties that are giving me evil Superman. I don't need to go yeah. see evil Superman in my game, too. But
1: maybe it's like the new zombie zeitgeist. is just like evil superheroes.
0: Yeah, I guess so. But then you say that. But then look at Marvel's Avengers right there. And what, 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 however you want to talk to the quality of the game, at least yeah, we need the Avengers. Are you going to play that as the Marvel fan?
1: Uh, I played a little bit. Uh, I'll, I'll give it a chance.
0: Yeah, but it wasn't a yeah. jam at first. There, First blush. I didn't love it. Yeah. Are you like a Destiny player? Like, does that game's a service grind out gear do it for you?
1: It depends on the game, and it really just honestly depends on how hooky the loop is. So for Destiny, it's well, the Solstice event right now is kind of like a copy-paste, so it's not as exciting as when it was new. But it's definitely like, I get my new blue armor. It's pretty, it can glow. Ooh, it can glow. That's that's a good hook. So then it makes me play a bunch of different events that I forgot about. And I'm like, oh, this was kind of fun once. But then as soon as it gets a little bit too boring, then I'm done. And I've leveled it up to a new version of that armor. And like, ooh, it's prettier. And it's a good hook for me. Like, it's some gameplay that I like. I get a little tired about it. And then it gives me some cosmetics that i really like and then kind of rinse and repeat and i like that about destiny plus it's gotcha. fun to just like hang out and shoot shit with your friends
0: totally and i mean though that was you know i'm interested in the avenger storyline of course i think it, the little bit we got in the beta is like yeah. okay cool i can't wait to see it from kamala's eyes and what's going on but the most fun i had is the let's play we have up right now on youtube.com slash kind of funny games where yeah, it's me and it's Kevin and it's Andy and it's Tim just running around, screwing around with each other on missions and, and you know, shooting the shit. That's what yeah. those games are about. And those are the worlds I want to get lost in with my friends. So we'll see. Exactly. Number three on the Roper Report. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla Creative Director has been fired. This is Jason Schreier at Bloomberg. It still doesn't sound right to say jason schreier at bloomberg
1: still shiny and new for you
0: (laughs) ubisoft entertainment sa has dismissed the creative director of the newest assassin's creed game the latest result of the me too reckoning at the french video game publisher that has been swirling for two months ashraf ismail the director on this fall's assassin's creed valhalla was accused by a fan in july in june sorry of lying about his marital status in order to have a relationship with her shortly afterward, after Shortly afterward, Ishmael wrote on Twitter or Ismail wrote on Twitter uh, that he had stepped down from his role, adding that he was, quote, "deeply sorry to everyone hurt in this, but he remained a Ubisoft employee. The publisher informed staff this week that he had been he was dismissed. quote, "As a result of investigations, Ashraf Ismail uh, has been dismissed from Ubisoft and is no longer an employee, a Ubisoft spokesperson confirmed at Bloomberg. Ismail didn't immediately respond to a request for comment. In late June, dozens of people, mostly women, spoke out on social media about their experiences facing sexual harassment and assault in the video game and streaming industries. Many of those ac- accusations centered on Ubisoft, which has since faced scrutiny for what many describe as a boys club culture. Chief Executive Officer Yves Guillemot uh, has promised big changes. In interviews with Businessweek, more than three dozen current and former Ubisoft employees painted a pic- the picture of a company that had been aware of many of these allegations for years. Since the allegations emerged, Ubisoft has parted ways with top executives, t- uh, Tommy Francois and Maxine Balland, uh, as well as several other employees in lower positions. Last month, the company pushed out chief creative officer Serge Hasco. Uh, uh, sorry, Jen. I know. I'm not, no, that's not how you say that French name. Uh, one of the more powerful people at Ubisoft. Ismail spent 11 years at Ubisoft Montreal and also directed two previous assassin's creed games assassin's creed black flag in 2013 and assassin's creed origins in 2017 yep get out out. (laughs) (laughs) what what are you gonna jason this is his reporting his tweets were talking about it too right of like Mm -hmm. the thing about this is like in this instance and why it's happening he wasn't he's not being dismissed because he had an affair. He's being dismissed because he used his position of power at Ubisoft to have an affair to have a relationship with a fan. He abused the power there. And that's the thing There,
1: it's, it's not even a question. Like it's 100% clear. Like if you use your title or your position to influence, manipulate or coerce somebody to enter in a relationship or an agreement that they would not consent to knowingly. Yeah. You don't know how to use that power correctly.
0: Exactly. You, you don't deserve it then.
1: You don't deserve it.
0: Exactly. So yeah, yeah. Uh, it's good to see uh, moves still happening, obviously, as everyone's detailed and I, including uh, statements from Ubisoft. There's a long way to go on that road to redemption. And so but uh, this yeah. is what you want, right? You want action. You want the words that they said backed up by actual action.
1: Absolutely. And it's tough. I mean, not every case is the same. You know, yep. people have different arrangements and different relationship structures. And like none of that is my business. So yeah. it's, <laughs> it's going to be hard right, to figure out what's right and what's wrong. But it can be done and it should. And you got to root some stuff out and it ends up throwing some shit off. It's just
0: what you got to do. Yeah. Uh, be good to each other. Don't beat dirtbags. Don't. Just don't do it. Number four on the Roper Report, NPD uh, NPD numbers for July 20. As I started it, I was like, ah, I don't know where I'm going. I just, I'm just i jumping out of the plane without a parachute. Like, NPD uh, numbers for July 2020 have been revealed. Uh, this is Jeffy Grubgrub Grub over at Games Beat. Uh, he immediately, um, I pull out the top 10, uh, and then I have quotes here, but the high-level quote from NPD analyst Matt Piscatella reads, year-to-date spending reached $26 billion, 21% higher uh, than the same period in 2019. Content, hardware, and accessory spending are each over over 20% higher when compared to the same period a year ago your top 10 for the month of July 2020 look like this Ghost of Tsushima at number one number two Call of Duty Modern Warfare number three Paper Mario the Origami King number four The Last of Us Part two number five Animal Crossing New Horizons number six Ring Fit Adventure number seven Mortal Kombat 11 number eight Mario Kart eight deluxe of course that game will never go away <laughs> number nine Super Smash Brothers Ultimate of course that game will never go away and number 10 Sword Art Online at uh, I can't read that. I don't know, I don't know what trying to say there. <laughs>
1: Alicization?
0: And what, how do I say the last one? La- LaCroix? Li- LaCroix? La- La- Cor- La- Cor- yeah, it's so easy. Ain't it? <laughs> uh, so those are your top 10, and that's the yeah. end of the news there. No big deal. So we'll keep moving on that one then. Um, and wa-
1: you maybe you make some kind of prediction related to this list, Greg?
0: Uh, a prediction about the July NP? I don't think we did. did oh, we? You,
1: you don't remember? <sighs>
0: Sam Palace tweets, because, of course, <laughs> Jeffy Grub Grub had to be on Twitter boasting about this. You know what I mean? And there's a thing called winning with grace. Mm, you know what I okay. mean? There's a thing about not being a sore winner. But Jeffy you, you, you
1: Grub Grub. You think that's uh, that's what's happening here?
0: I'm just saying like if I was if my prediction would have been correct on this, I would have just said nothing and moved on. Everybody knows yeah, I'm a very gracious winner. That's
1: clearly your style. Greg.
0: <laughs> Jeffy grub grub though. He was like flexing on Twitter about it. Yes, there was a, there was a conversation in June about, or no July about what would happen in NPD numbers. Uh, I tried to skate around it the best I could on Twitter, but you all kept me too honest. <laughs> uh, it wasn't a bet. It was a prediction. Uh, Sam Palas uh, or, palace uh tweeted about it in response to jeffy grub grub out there doing all this stuff right he goes i just did my research july 17th kind of funny games daily greg quote i think paper mario will be in the top 10 but not top five jeffy grub grub quote i see paper mario at number three then a bonus quote of how can you guys be so wrong all the time (laughs) then blessing who is on my side it's saying, yeah, I won't be in the top five. Of course, flip flops. He flipped it flopped out of the top five and said Paper Mario at four or five.
1: Closer, but so, still wrong.
0: Basically, I yeah, exactly. Me and blessing were one hundred percent wrong. <laughs> Jeffrey grubrub was one hundred percent spot on getting Paper Mario to number three there, right on it, the placement accuracy. of it. Even. You wow. know what I mean? Impressive. And I saw I saw Rebecca Valentine from GamesIndustry.biz out there. They're like, oh man, look at I'm glad Paper Mario did so well. I didn't. I was concerned it wouldn't. Like I'm not saying crazy stuff out here all right <laughs> I, I wasn't being crazy so i don't know if i needed to be dragged through the streets the way jeffy grub grub did today you know a i mean when,
1: when you nail a number three right at number three like don't you deserve a little moment to celebrate that
0: you do you do congratulations jeffy grub grub as i said then i will always say i am i ign for years did the MPD game where there'd be a whiteboard where everybody would predict and i was (laughs) always fucking terrible at it and so i am a dumb dumb i'm glad i'm i still haven't turned on paper mario have you played paper mario
1: no i haven't touched my switch in a while though like i've just been playing other things
0: yeah no i hear you i just fell back into animal crossing otherwise it would have been sitting there quietly as well yeah that's summer Uh, event it's fireworks see it's more the fact that once i i realized how close we were to the fall event i was like i need to get the island in order (laughs) i need to be ready for pumpkins i need to be ready for my my season my pumpkin spice lattes because whatever they drop oh my god like i'm picking up the special summer seashells and i'm like i just don't care i'm just putting them into storage but as soon as it's like they're dropping i'm picking up fall leaves i'm picking up pumpkins or whatever we're gonna be all about it i love it um Jeffy Grubgrub's reporting didn't stop there, though. Uh, He talked about uh, hardware as well. Uh, While all gaming hardware saw a significant jump in sales during the pandemic, uh, that has come to an end for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. These aging consoles were already on the way out, and U.S. consumers are once again bypassing them in favor of the Switch. Nintendo's hybrid uh, home-slash-handheld device launched in 2017, and it's in its prime. It's also catching on more with wider audiences that are showing up for Animal Crossing New Horizons or for a number of other family-friendly releases. That led Switch to outsell its competition once again in July, according to the industry tracking firm, the NPD Group. Back to Matt Piscatella, Quote, uh, Nintendo Switch was once again the best-selling hardware platform of both July and 2020 year-to-date in units and dollar sales. Hardware spending declined 2% in July 2020 when compared to a year ago to $166 million. Year to date mm. spending has increased uh 22% compared to a year ago to 1.8 billion. That's a billion with a b.
1: Billion. Yeah. Congrats Nintendo.
0: I ask this every time we talk about NPD because somehow I always have a different host on it. Ree. Are you surprised by video game success in the pandemic?
1: No, not at all. Yeah? We're all at home all the time. <laughs> like what <laughs> are we going to do? <laughs> talk to our families, please. No,
0: no, oh, god, please. I don't want to talk to people. No, please. No, yeah, never. Yeah, yeah.
1: Of course I want to play my, with my Switch in the bathroom.
0: When it all started and like it was going to go from work from home and obviously you know restaurants are closing businesses are closing my immediate thing was we're going to see a chilling effect of people not wanting to spend money on games. And obviously Yeah. I think that I don't think that's like a crazy thing to say then Tw- hindsight being 2020 though. I right. didn't factor in the fact that yes Bars are closed. Movies are closed. You're not driving your car. Like you're maybe you're getting a break on car insurance. I know uh, some mm-hmm. of my friends are uh, my parents are uh, I don't have friends <laughs> like you, <laughs> you saw. I went through the levels of lies there I'm like my uh, uh, yeah. uh, but it's that idea that it, I didn't factor that in that you're going to have more disposable income. So yeah, I'm going to put 60 dollars down for a 60 hour 100 hour experience, whatever it is. Yeah. That's how it'll be.
1: Yeah. Gaming is a great investment. As it always. is.
0: Yeah, that's true. Number five and final. On the Roper Report, Laszlo is leaving Rockstar. This is Jordan Olimon over at IGN.com. Laszlo Jones, a veteran writer, producer, and radio show host for the Grand Theft Auto Series, has left the studio after nearly 20 years. As spotted by Grand Theft Auto YouTuber GTA Men, uh, Jones's LinkedIn profile details the split, noting that he left the company in April 2020 and is now working on a number of in-development shows for Disney and Netflix and consulting for a video game company, and that's in quotes. Uh, Jones worked on many of Rockstar's most popular franchises, such as Red Dead Redemption, Bully, and Grand Theft Auto. You may know him best from his in-game work, scripting and hosting many radio shows across the Grand Theft Auto series, lending his voice to V-Rock in Grand Theft Auto Vice City and ChatterSphere in Grand Theft Auto 5. It is an insult. I am insulted, Jordan Holomane, that Uh you do not have Grand Theft Auto 3 Chatterbox in here. All right. Oh, that's probably just because I'm I'm old. uh,
1: Accidental omission. I'm sure
0: it better be. Uh, Jones' writing partner, Dan Hauser, most recently left Rockstar Games in March of this year after founding the studio with his brother Sam in 1998. Sam Hauser remains as Rockstar's company president. Oh. I don't know how much there is to discuss it's I, I, for me. I, Cause that was the thing is I never, for the longest time as a fan. And I think it was a different industry when I was growing up, didn't sure. understand that Laszlo was like a writer. Cause he was so yeah. good on chatterbox that I so thought, Oh as the
1: radio show host. yeah. I mean,
0: I thought he yeah. was a real radio host that this is what he, he just got <laughs> hired for this. And so like, I'll never forget. I mean, like I knew he was a writer, whatever, but years and years ago now I went to uh, uh Rockstar to interview Dan Hauser. And mm-hmm. when I was coming in, he was going out, and they're like, "Oh, by the way, Greg, this is this is somebody who I th- I was like, oh, nice to meet you.'" And then they're like, "This is Laszlo," and I was like, oh, Laszlo,
1: "You didn't hear it? Like, voice. you didn't you didn't notice?" Before? No, we were in
0: passing. It was just like it was like a first uh, off. Hey, I want you to meet somebody. Okay, like you know, you, you don't get it that way. And then sure, yeah. Out. Holy crap! Aww,
1: so yeah, that's exciting.
0: It is, uh, you know, for him. You know, best of luck to you. I, yeah. I, I, it'll be interesting to see how you know Dan leaving, him leaving, what that does to the future of Rockstar Games, but. Yeah, we won't see that probably for the longest time, right? <laughs> they have to, <laughs> yeah, GTA the GTA Six <laughs> has to be pretty much somewhere where we're going to see it soon, and the writing would be done on that, you'd assume. And then, yeah. yeah, down the line, I guess we'll see what the next thing would be. But
1: yeah, also interested to see what his new projects are going to be. It's it's cool to see that he's yeah. still working in the space and not just uh, you know, sailing off to a private island.
0: Exactly. Yeah, which is probably what I would do with all the Rockstar money. But I, digress. I
1: mean, yeah.
0: Re, yes. I'm going to have a question for you in a second, but first. Okay. I'm going to tell you about our sponsors. If you didn't, ladies these gentlemen, you go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games to get the show ad free. And speaking of ads, Greg way, let's talk about today's sponsors. We're going to begin with quip. Uh, Let's talk about brushing your teeth. 75% of us use old worn out bristles that are ineffective. And even more people forget to floss daily. Good health starts with good habits. Quip, makes it easy by delivering all the oral care essentials you need to brush and floss better. The Quip electric toothbrush has time sonic vibrations with 30 second pulses to guide a dentist recommended two minute routine. And there's even a size down version designed for kids paired with Quips anti cavity toothpaste in mint or watermelon. You get all the ingredients uh, teeth need uh, and none of the ones they don't. <laughs> Quip also has eco-friendly refillable floss and a dispenser to keep for life uh and expanding string that helps you clean in between uh quit brush heads toothpaste and floss refills are automatically delivered on a dentist recommended schedule every three months for just five dollars each a friendly reminder of when it's time to refresh and stay committed to your oral health and shipping is free Join over 3 million happy customers and practice good oral care easily and affordably with Quip, starting at just $25. Of course, you know it. We've talked about it for years now. Uh, all of us here use a Quip toothbrush, and we all love it. Uh, and if you go to getquip.com slash games right now, you'll get the first refill free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash games. Uh, it's spelled out uh, Q or get, G-E-T. You knew that part. And then Quip, Q-U-I-P.com slash games getquip.com slash games quip the good habits company and our second sponsor is klarna thanks to klarna for supporting kind of funny games daily in sweden they don't shop they klarna klarna is a revolutionary new online shopping app from sweden that allows you to shop thousands of online stores and pay for anything in four easy interest-free payments that make shopping smoother with the klarna app you can shop anywhere online from one app it's easy to use and convenient to browse thousands of online stores from one convenient place Pay for anything and for interest-free payments, uh, paying after delivery allows you to try before you buy, and you can even report your returns directly in the app. And you get the best deals with customized price drop alerts on items you've saved to your wish lists. It's always good to shop smarter and save money. Create and share wish, wish, wish lists of items with friends and family from anywhere online. It's a fun, easy way to show what kind of products you like. Tim loves it because of how easy it is to find whatever you're looking for and get it set up. Gia loves it because she loves getting stuff. Klarna is a smoother, friendlier, Swedisher way to shop online. It's the one-stop shopping app for browsing and buying anything online, all in one app, and allows you to pay for anything in four easy, interest-free payments. Download the Klarna app today. That's Klarna, K-L-A-R-N-A, Swedish for shopping. Re, Yes. I'm excited to see what Gia gets next from Klarna, but I'm her sure, next I'm delivery sure is so far away. If I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the Mom and Grop shops. Where would I go?
1: All right, Greg, you would go to the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday.
0: Yeah. Off book. Ree, that is so <laughs> rare. I'm not even off book on that when I have no? to do it with Blessing. You know, Gary Witta doesn't even try anymore. He just says <laughs> purple monkey dishwasher in there and thinks he's got it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Out today! UFC 4 on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Car Mechanic Simulator Classic on Xbox One. Dying Light Hell Raid on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Lin Path of Orchids on Xbox One. Eastern Exorcist on PC. Of Tanks and Demons 3, uh, Xbox One and Switch. The Explorer of Night, Xbox One. Bite the Bullet on Xbox One. Prehistoric Dude on Switch. (laughs) Cooking Simulator on Xbox One. Shaolin Shaolin vs. Wu-Tang on Switch. Uh, Ramageddon on Switch. Regina and Mac on Switch. Roll the World on PC. Tetron on PC. Claw Crane Company on PC. The Owl Quest on PC. Antarctica 88 on PC. Huh? And the Adventures of Something on PC. And then there's a Red Dead Online update this week. Two legendary animals, the legendary Red Streak and Midnight Paw Coyotes, join the growing animal kingdom of Red Dead Online this week, along with a bevy of bonuses for aspiring naturalists, bounty hunters, and traders to earn, plus a range of gifts from ammo, to tonics. Uh, and more for simply logging in. New dates for you. Niche will be coming to the Nintendo Switch on September 3rd. 3rd. Nice. Uh, I got a reader mail question for us. Re, are you ready? I am. Hot dub time boat writes into patreon.com (laughs) slash kind of funny games and said i had read over on ew the marvel games article this morning and it had me wondering do you think the reason we haven't heard more about marvel spider-man miles morales is because the team wants to wait until marvel's avengers is out when do you think we'll see more information about miles morales this is an interesting one obviously Uh, avengers long delayed (laughs) and then finally getting here onto the precipice of the ps5
1: uh, yeah, I mean, I, I assume we'll see Miles when there's a new CTA for Marvel's Avengers. And that's a bunch of marketing speak because that's where I come from. But essentially, sure. they'll tell you more about Miles when there's something to do with the game. That's what my prediction is.
0: Yeah, I mean, the Miles Morales Spider-Man stuff is so wrapped up in the PlayStation 5 holiday launch that I think that's where the disconnect is. I Obviously, Marvel, Marvel is Marvel, and Marvel Games oversees both these projects. But I do think at some point there's the... Push and pull of what the actual marketing campaigns are. Right now, you are in the throes of Marvel's <laughs> Avengers, right? You can't get away from it, whether you're trying to buy a pack of gum or you're <laughs> trying just to go on any of the online stores, right? um yeah. Second beta weekend for people who pre order this week, it's opened up to PC and Xbox along with the PS4 players again. Next week, open to everybody. Then the next weekend is the weekend before launch. So, really, Miles Morales, Spider Man, next time you See something from that, and I think it's big. It's either going to be PlayStation Five reveal of the date and price, or mm-hmm. it's going to be Gamescom. I think those yep. are the next two things.
1: And pre-orders will go live, and all that rigmarole.
0: Yeah. And they so just I don't. Want,
1: they just want something for you to do with it, right? Besides obsess over the fact that it's only coming to one platform.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's yeah that. I don't think it's so much about Marvel's Avengers stepping on Spider-Man as much as it is about Miles Morales being so connected to the PS5 launch, and so we yeah. just have to get to that. And Sony's playing the card, so tight on that everyone so, is i know yeah. right do you know you said you do contract work at microsoft can you tell me I when can. the series x is coming up i cannot i mean november is what we know but let's just na- narrow it down you know
1: i think you'll know more when they're ready for you to know more yeah
0: right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to squat up. This is where one of you writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games, giving me your name, username, platform choice, and why you need help in a video game. I read it here. The best friends come and find you, and everybody plays games together. Today, Liam needs help on PlayStation 4. Liam's PSN name is Muppet Lead, just the way it sounds Muppet Lead. Uh, hey, kind of funny games daily crew. Uh, whilst everyone might be looking forward to the next big online experience at Avengers, the real game of the year released today in UFC 4. Ever wanted to take out your frustration from being hugged and shoved over constantly in Fall Guys? Now is your chance to get some vengeance and relieve some frustration by punching me in the face. So if you fancy having a few games with me and try to knock out a few trophies, I'm literally pandering now, then send me a friend request. I'm in the UK and on most evenings, sorry for the long message, all the best, Liam, a.k.a. Muppet Lead. If you want to play UFC 4 on the PlayStation 4 with Liam, hit up Muppet Lead.
1: Muppet lead. I like the way that you enticed everybody to come in there by igniting our rage for fall guys.
0: Exactly. Right. That you can't great. do this. So you have to go over there. <laughs> Get it that way. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, we ask people watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games to go to kind of slash you're wrong. Tell us what we screw up as we screwed up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of Funny games. Uh, and of course, listening on podcast services around slam slam the globe uh nintendo nintendo writes in first and says uh okay he's we uh, he's saying that epic games did file a separate lawsuit against google for similar complaints against apple sorry if we missed that when we were talking about uh, that there's so many different threads to it great that makes sense if they're trying to set a precedent right yeah and i think apple's just getting the juice of it but i think again it's more about taking on apple but i digress in terms of what's happening um a worth noting isn't you're wrong Uh, Ryan T from Tennessee says uh, missed out today that nerdy ass Jared Petty game Factorio just hit 1.0 today so that's officially out of, out of beta so there you go congratulations there cool. and uh, <laughs> someone's trying to trick you into saying the release date we're not going to say that one uh, ladies and gentlemen that's kind of funny games daily for Ooh. the week if you we can not wrong it, on
1: a lot, that's nice. No,
0: yeah, no, it's, it's rare. <laughs> you bring an air of uh, professionalism to the show that usually isn't here. Happy to uh, next week, the show looks like this Monday blessing and Tim Tuesday blessing and Imran Wednesday blessing and Gary Witta, Thursday myself and blessing Friday myself and blessing. Of course. Of blessing. I know, you know what I mean? Well, we <laughs> hired him. I figured I got to give him something to do. <laughs> Just put them out there. and do things. Uh, of course, write in patreoncom slash kind of funny games to be part of the show. Uh, Re. You're sticking yeah. around to do the post show people can get on patreon.com slash kind of funny games. But mm-hmm. if they're not going to toss us the buck, uh, where can people keep up with you?
1: Uh, they can follow my comings and goings at Rihanna tweets now on Twitter or catch me on what's good games.
0: Perfect. Uh, you were fantastic. Thank you for Thank coming you. in. I can't Thanks believe it took me. this long to get you in. You know what I mean? I know. Yeah. Again, I've been floating
1: around and I finally landed here.
0: Well, you've been a, you've been. I mean, what you you threw the kind of funny Pax West meet and greets at your house all the time. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) like it's just. say
1: we couldn't do it this year. Um, Yeah.
0: Well, I'm sure your your neighbors aren't sad to say we couldn't do it this year, as that (laughs) seemed to be the ongoing problem we had year after year. But I can't thank you enough for for, uh, being a best friend for so many years, and I'm so so proud of you, and it's it's so great to see you succeed. Thank you. No problem. Oh, you have a Pax panel too coming up, right? I saw people. I saw this thing getting promoted yesterday too.
1: I do. I have a PAX panel with Blessing, uh, Belinda Garcia, and Yusef McGeed, and we'll be seeing the biggest name in games that we can get on our Zoom call. And that's a Sunday of PAX, and you can catch all of us posting about it. I'm sure we'll be trying to pre-tag some people to get them ready to join.
0: <laughs> Please be on <honest> Zoom. <laughs> awesome. Well, re thank you for your time. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching. Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.